On this week's episode, we talk about the NBA playoffs. We talk a little bit about the NFL training camps and mini camps that are starting and our journeyman conversation. All this, your emails and more on this episode of Carolina Sports Talk. Let's go. Another all new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Welcome back. I wanted to do something different and be like, get off my lawn. But I'm going to just be regular and tell you welcome back because we are truly excited to have you guys back with us today. It's your man, Big Cliff. As always, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff, at carolinasportstalk.net or hit us up on the Instagram at Carolina Sports Talk. As always, I am joined by my guy, the one, the only, DJ High Star in the building, make some noise. My dog, how you been, bro? Maintaining, just continuing the mix. Yeah, here working. Mix, trying to. Okay, okay. So listen, anybody, anybody that listens to the show and is not out here checking out the DJ High Star mixes that he's dropping, man, what are you doing in your life? Are you just like, like do you like not like not like music? Are you not entertained? Shout out to my dog with the mixes that he's been dropping, man, because you've been you've been putting some fire out there, bro. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yes, Just trying sir. to keep feeding the streets. That's all. Already. So we got a good show planned for you guys today. We're going to jump straight into it. We are going to start off with a little bit of NFL talk. As you all know, the training, uh, not training camps, because training camps are different than the mini camps, but these are the mandatory mini camps have started all across the league. All but four teams have started those. Four of the teams have decided to opt out of uh, having the mini camps, some for COVID reasons, others because they probably just tied. But what we're going to do today, we're going to kind of debut a little new segment for you guys. Uh, we're going to call it No Thing or Big Thing or Big Thing or No Thing. So either way, it's a thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to spit out some headlines uh, from the uh, mini camps. And we are going to discuss. You're going to tell me if you think it's a big thing or if it's no thing. And then we will discuss from I there. I was going to say, so am I... Am I um, legally only held to just the <laughs> statement, big thing or no thing? Because I don't like to elaborate. Well, on this here day, <laughs> now nah, we, we'll, we'll dig into it a little bit. Just okay. to, you know, you can justify a little bit. And uh, you guys, make sure you check us out. And if you if you disagree with us, because contrary to popular belief, we at Carolina Sports Talk don't really mind if you disagree with us, but you got to have facts to back it up. I have so many people who come and when they see me in the streets or they even a call once they listen to the show and they want to argue with us uh, and tell me why we're incorrect in our points. But then I'd be like, OK, so tell me why. Because, man, no, LeBron is the greatest ever, bro. <laughs> Have your facts ready when and lined up because uh, we're, we're pros out here. and We're ready to fuss with you, too. So, yeah, check us out. Hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff, at carolinasportstalk.net. We may be having a contest coming up soon, so keep your ears open. Keep your eyes tuned and, you know, check us out. So we are going to jump straight into it. Are you ready, bro? Indeed. All right. So the first one. Chandler Jones did not show up for mandatory min, uh, minicamp. Uh, it was no shock that the Cardinals linebacker Jordan Hicks didn't show up because pretty much he's been on a trade block for a while. But 
Uh, Jones staying away is a surprise. Big deal or no big deal or no deal? Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just say no deal. Nah, that ain't no thing. Yeah, we got sound effects and everything. <laughs> right, right. Just get the exactly prep the audience for that so that they're they're ready. But no, um, they're just expendable, man. It's a, it's a high attrition, or mm-hmm. um, do they call it that? I guess a high attrition yeah, yeah, rate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's for me. It's a, it's um, it's not a big deal either. Um, just simply because nah, they, that ain't no thing. They just got uh, <laughs> yeah, over myself, right? They just got JJ Watt out there, and so um. He he'll take a lot of that pressure off of that defense. That as well um, with them. So I don't I don't I don't know that that is going to be a huge deal. Um, so yeah, that's all to that. Moving on, Daniil Hunter has yet to practice again with the Vikings. He's been uh, in the midst of a standoff for this contract. He is trying to get some money. He's trying to get paid, um, and it got it actually goes back to last season. So big deal or no deal? Big deal. That's a big deal. Um, I think the fact that he's so young, mm-hmm. still under contract until 2023, uh, you know, uh, it's not a good start for the Vikings or not a good sign starting off for the Vikings. They, this year I w- had a lot of um, high hopes for them. I'm, I'm thinking that they <laughs> not nah, in all seriousness, I do think that they're going to perform well this year. So having a key piece like that. Missing out of time like this, I think it's a big deal. I agree. Um, I think it's a big deal That's as well. A big deal. Uh, the biggest part for me is he missed last season with a neck injury, and so for him to miss all this opportunity to reacclimate himself to the team and to just really be around, yeah. Like at the end of the day, get your money, bro. Like that's what you're there for. Cha-ching. <laughs> you know what I mean, but um, no, no. There's different ways to do it, and I really feel like. Uh, Mr. Hunter should be out there with the squad, especially, like I said, missing all of last season with that neck industry, industry, ah, injury. He's trying to get that money and just trying to get make sure that he's locked up and get paid. So ain't no mad with him. Moving on, Dak Prescott and Joe Burrow both are on the right track. Big deal or no deal? Um, as far in that in context, meaning on the right track, uh, injury wise, recovery wise, mm-hmm, both of them. Yeah. yeah, huge deal, huge. That's a big deal. I agree, and I'm not going to play the sound again because I'm I'm all on board with that. Both of them coming back from that from the injuries that they sustained. Dak Prescott with the um, both of them were knee injuries, I believe, Um, and Dak more (laughs) of an ankle or whatnot. But um, and also, well, go ahead. No, go ahead. You got it. Shout out to Dak, uh, the most recent signee to Jordan Team Sports or Jordan Sports Brand. Whenever it comes to his uh, his sneaker deal. Ooh, you know what? For that one, he gets one of these. He gets he's just he gets a Did little shot. Yeah, because my dog signed that deal. I mean, I don't know. Like with me, with the different sports, when DJ when um, DJ when Derek G signed, um, those were probably the only pair. And this is when I was younger as well. But those were probably the only pair of non basketball player Jordans that I wanted. Mm. So I don't know mm. how the what the impact will be. Um, what Randy Moss was Team Jordan as well, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other sports. Um, Non basketball, right, right, right. That were that were Team Jordan, but I mean, again, for him itself, great um, sign and that's a great sign uh, from Team Jordan to extend that and and look out for for homie after his adversity that he's been through. Now here, 
Go ahead, Cliff. What you think? It's a marketing thing for Team Jordan. It is one thousand oh, percent like, a look, marketing. We're behind the what? We're, not 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 even so much black stuff. Not or? even just the fact that he's a black quarterback. That's the Dallas Cowboys, bro. And 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 the four letter has talked about it at nauseum. You know what I mean? But they're America's team. I don't even like nothing in that blue and silver, bro. But at the end of the day. They got the eyeballs, man. And and like people know, like, okay, if he was in any other city, Dak wouldn't have Oikos. He wouldn't have Jordan. Absolutely. He wouldn't have Campbell Soup. You know what I mean? Like he's cool or whatnot, but he's not like that. But at the end of the day, again, I'm not going to hit on a black where man he getting at, his bread. Where he is matters. Dallas matters. Just the, the fact that you're the quarterback of America's team and you got all these folks rooting for you. Now, nah, that, that's, that's incredibly intelligent marketing what's the, on What's their the behalf. second best market to be in in the NFL right now? New York. I mean, at the end of the day, Just the, the eyeballs, right? Yeah. And, I was going to say, with all of the teams that moved to LA recently, is LA becoming one of the <laughs> the markets to be in? I mean, to get what? Say less. About, I mean, the opportunities are out there. LA. For all, like, I'm There's saying, like, money out there for them saying, and like, other when stuff. You, when you go to play like my career on NFL, uh-huh. on Madden, or whatever, or, or mm-hmm. NBA. They're going to be like, yeah, when you come to L.A., we got this movie script and, and a <laughs> commercial. And okay, this and so that. I'll give you that. Some I'll give Simpson you that. type stuff. I, but I mean, L.A. No, is more not, comfortable. Right. And, and they'll not, probably like it more and have more to do. If it's market, because I'm saying specifically for the NFL. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Because we started this conversation because of that. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it just it piqued my interest to know or to think like they legit have the best market for an NFL player to be in if you're if your goal as an NFL player is to be a superstar or to get exposure, right. they legit are the best option to be on. And to me, it's like teams from New York, of course not, but the city itself from, right. gives you that, you For, know, with your, the o, your, I'm, sorry. Um, I'm sorry, the OBJs of the world or the, um, even the Victor Cruz, Victor mm-hmm. Cruz wouldn't even, his salsa wouldn't have even been that spicy Without him being in New York. It you know wasn't what going I mean? down like that in Arizona. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the Tampa Salsa wouldn't have gotten nearly yeah, as much of attention. You ranked number eight on SportsCenter's top ten versus number three or number two. Right, right, right. mediocre Salsa that you done hit in the Big Apple. <laughs> See, for me, with football, basketball is a little bit different. If it In L.A., for basketball... Faces? Uh, again, because their faces are exposed. Exactly, and Hollywood is more of the glitz, the glam, the look at me, let me show you what I can do, blah blah blah. And so for basketball, that's absolutely a city that's going to allow the, the the marketing and all that stuff. Look at LeBron James, Kobe for more uh, or less prime example. Like when my, LeBron was sick of Cleveland, <laughs> you know what I mean? He did his time in Miami, but knowing that this would be one of his, if not his last stop, he's like, all right, now that I'm getting ready to focus on my last few years of basketball and what's next, where do I want to go? L.A. made the most perfect sense. For football, it's not the same one because, again, that face thing component is huge. Um, I had a guy in high school tell me, he was like, um, yeah, man, I kind of respect y'all football players, bro, and like my my competitiveness wants to do that, but can't nobody see me in that helmet, man. And so he was a basketball player, and he legit in high school had that perspective. About that. Exactly. Wow. Like he was a little swaggy dude, you know what I mean? But like he's like, nah, can't nobody see my he face. He legit was, yeah. Like, like I got to get my own. myself. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but with football, like I said, shout LA, out to you, um, yeah, yeah. high school. Travis, my dog Trav. Where have you Travis, the high, school, <laughs> the high school Hall of Famer. <laughs> it's like, nah, they're going to see my face. Uh, but no, with football in LA, the city is not yet like that. I don't know if it's partly because 
Um, they've had teams and lost them if because if they've had USC and those other ones there or if because there are just so many other things to do. They've never showed the football teams the love like that. So, I mean, I get it that it's L.A. and it's people and they're going to have eyeballs regardless. But for the for the marketing and everything like we were talking about with Dak, I don't I don't see L.A. being like that. So, all right, as we move forward in big thing, no thing, Kyle Long's leg injury, the Chiefs signing of Long, the ex-Bear, uh, came after spending his 2020 season in retirement. Um, it was always a risk to it. So before we get into the details, big thing or no thing? Who's his dad? Uh, Howie Long. Right. Yeah. I just say big thing. Pause. Okay. Because ever since he got drafted, <laughs> I always deal. just listen to any news Kyle Long related. And then he's as advertised as well. So it's like, you know, he performs whenever he's healthy. Exactly. And he's a pro bowler. And so if he can be healthy... Um, I think it's going to be a huge deal for the Chiefs That's a big to deal. be able to get him out there and have him healthy because we saw Patrick Mahomes is going to get his. I don't care what's going on, who is on the other end. If you can give that fella any time, because we look back at the Super Bowl and running from his life, getting sacked and perpendicular or parallel to the ground, Still throwing a perfect spiral. Exactly, bro. Like that dude's different, man. You get him any kind of protection. And uh, I can see Kansas City, like, I'm going to go ahead and call it now, K- AFC Championship game, Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. What you think? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, prisoners of the moment, Terry. Oh, lock them up. Yes, sir. <laughs> we, I mean, just remember just how tough, how tough the AFC had looked all the way, mm-hmm. you know, leading up to the playoffs last year and stuff. I mean, I like that. I like that. That pick is, you know, it's it's a wise pick. It's like saying Brooklyn. It's like at the beginning Brooklyn, of the season. Brooklyn, L.A. Yeah, at the beginning <laughs> of the NBA season. Well, I don't know about L.A. But it's like at the what? beginning of the NBA season oh. being like, yo, Brooklyn is really going to make the, you know, the conference finals or the Eastern Conference finals or whatever. Like, Bro, we, I know we're doing this NFL segment, and I'm going to get back to it. But the blasphemous disrespect, you're talking about you don't know about L.A. Bro, as the seventh seed, <laughs> l- listen, both Prisoner our teams Prisoner of home. the moment. Listen, as the seventh seed. Allow me to prison in this moment, <laughs> to be imprisoned in this moment. As the seventh seed, we were still the prohibitive favorites, even in Las Vegas, to win a championship. Now, granted, nobody anticipated AD getting hurt and LeBron exactly. and all yeah, that. I, I, I don't care about none of that. I mean, like my homegirl say, wham, 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 little baby. You know what I'm saying? But no, real life. We were the favorites. We're still going to be, and, you know, we'll get back to that when we talk about the NFL. Moving on, the Indianapolis Colts have some big decisions to make coming up really soon with their contract extensions. Big deal or no big deal? Big deal. Um, That's with a the division that they're in, mm-hmm. uh, the moves that Tennessee has made, mm-hmm. um, not to mention some of the key players, Jacoby Brissett, um, uh, Darius Leonard and then of course Carson Wentz just coming over there they've got a uh, you know a lot of decisions to make tough decisions to make big facts um, I agree it is a big deal uh, specifically because deal. with their um, they've got one year left on the rookie contracts of both Darius Leonard that you mentioned and their tackle uh, Braden Smith it is going to be big to see what these guys do because at the end of the day, they cannot let Darius. Shout out to the Qs, by the way. Zyside, Zy, do it, die. Maniac, my dog. I'm still waiting on you to get on the show, bro, but we're not going to call you out here or there. So neither here. That's why I would. Listen, <laughs> I love Zyside. Y'all, listen, y'all know me, uh-huh. DJ High Star, but I was going to leave the do or die off of that one just because <laughs> dog has yet to hit you back. So I would have just kept it at a residential. Shout out to Zyside, Zy, brother. <laughs> 
Shout out to the Zai Sai Omega and the brother, the good brother, Darius Leonard. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the Colts, I mean, they're... But, but Darius, do, don't die, bro. Do. We need you to do on this one. Go ahead and hit us back. <laughs> Not don't, to do or die. Yeah, don't die. Just do. Do that. Do that. Do please. hit me back. Please, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're they're not letting him walk because he is literally that's his line name, say maniac. He is a monster, and so they'd be not wise to let him go. And so, especially with Carson Wentz coming on over, it'll um, be John Gruden esque mm, to say the least <laughs> to do some <laughs> dumb stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, we'll 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 see what is going on, uh, what happens with him, and see what where they're going to spend that money. But they definitely are going to be spending some money. So again, I think if there's somebody deal. that's not in a coach uniform, who would you expect? Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm thinking they, they're going to have to spend that money on who they have. I'm not even think they're going to have the capacity, not this upcoming offseason, to be able to spend because with just those two alone, Darius could well, easily command $18 million a year, and he's going to want at least a five-year deal. And so they're going to have to commit that money to him. Well, what's the, what's the depth chart for them at quarterback look like right at now? At quarterback or at quarterback? They're good, pretty good with with Carson Wentz signing in the offseason. They've got Kobe Brissett. I think they've got two or three Which others. I think we'll see in another um, in another uniform, not the Kobe uniform. But see, I don't know that there's that much of a of, of a demand, demand for him. For him, correct. Right at this point, after what he did with the with the uh, Patriots, and then even in relief roles, there he is an effective backup quarterback. And so he's not like going to well, I'm going to test the open markets and see because I mean he's good as a backup, but there's. A bunch of backups. Teddy Bridgewater, who could be a quality starter in the league, will likely end up being a backup this year. If if it be that he's a part of a package that's traded to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers, or if it's just that him and Drew have a competition, I think they they're going to have some type of role for him. But I couldn't I could easily see him being a backup. And so you start looking around the league with the different different guys that's out there, um, and it makes a big difference. And there's like really no spots for Jacoby to go to. You're saying versus. Yeah. Him necessarily not being in Indianapolis, there's just no place for him to go. Look, and I'm talking, but I'm talking wrong. I'm looking at the Indian, uh, looking at the Colts' quarterback depths now. They've got Carson Wentz listed as their first. Sam Ellinger is their backup, followed by Jacob Eason out of Georgia, <laughs> and then the free agent acquisition Jalen Morton. So that's yeah, a non non starter at this point. Let's see where Jacoby is. Jacoby Brissett, American football player. <sighs> He is currently with the Miami Dolphins. So, again, back up. Mm. He's, that's useful. And not a Colts uniform. So, it came to fruition before I even thought about it. <laughs> Your thought was like, hey, he's not going to be there long. Exactly. Little did we know, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> As we move forward, Deshaun Watson apparently wants to play in Denver. Um, we are all very familiar with his serious legal troubles. Um, big deal or no deal that he wants to play in Denver? Uh, listen, man, <laughs> in the press, I would say no deal as far as because <clears throat> with the story nah, itself, that ain't no thing. Mm -hmm. you know, it's almost to the point like uh, I hate to say because it it's not as much time elapsed. But you remember when people folks forgot about Michael Vick? Mm -hmm. it, it's close to that for me because there's not like I don't know how they did this perfectly executed this smear campaign but like he beautifully nowhere in the headlines nowhere in the news after him demanding and everybody behind him and jj watt giving him a hug and kissing him on the cheek on some mafia kiss like you've done enough here son i see what you've done here you can leave now 
You know what I mean? Go spread your wings. Everybody behind them, supporting them. Yeah, get on out of Houston. Right, right, right. And with the drop of a dime, ain't nobody saying nothing. Just quiet. You know what? And on that note, I'm going to play a little sound clip for y'all. I want y'all to hear this. Check this out, and, and we'll talk about it on the other side. You had to have known that when you start kicking up dust, people are going to go into your past. They're going to go and try to find the dirt that they can. And 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 honestly, Big Cliff's personal feelings, the Houston Texans knew about this the entire time. They knew what he was, who he was, and what was going on. Because we're at this point, I'm just going to assume it's true. Because like you, one or two, three, maybe you could have paid them off. Okay, cool. But 22, bro? Really? Yeah, man. Uh, I said that back on the March 24 episode of this here program, the Carolina Sports Talk, uh, entitled Deshaun Talk. If you missed it, go ahead back and listen to it because, you know, it's still there. Apple Music or wherever you listen to your podcast. But no, they knew then. And it, it I honestly think it was a ploy to put him in position to just like you say, dirty up his name. You know what I mean? And so um, they it was masterfully created and he just fell off the map. I remember thinking, oh, he's coming to Carolina. Oh, he's coming to Carolina. Oh, he's got lawsuits. Oh, he's got a bunch of lawsuits. Oh, yeah, that dude won't be playing football no time soon. So let me <laughs> – and just like I did – He's got some stuff to take care he's of. Got, he's got priorities he needs to take care of in his life right now. So, yeah, shout out to Deshaun, man. Like, bro, we, we, we hope you get better, man. We hope things can kind of cool off for you. So we shall see what happens with my dog. All right, as we keep moving forward, we've got one, no, two more uh, in this. Jordan Love lights up the sky. The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel tweeted out uh, a video uh, after their practice on Wednesday saying, what does his his strong day two mean for the big picture? Big thing or no big thing? (laughs) No thing. (laughs) All right? Nah, that ain't no thing. It's just because... I'm Team Aaron Rodgers. Okay, guess what I'm gonna say. I'm literally going the opposite That's way. A big deal. Just because of this reason, they have to mandatory. It is required that they try to show this boy as much love as they can. Because if they don't, when Aaron Rodgers leaves, there's gonna be a whole bunch of mad Packers fans, and they have a unique situation that they're in that. The Packers are the only team that doesn't have an owner. They're owned by the fans. And so if there's enough stink that's raised in that city, it could really cause some problems, not just for for um, Jordan Love, but for that franchise as a whole. So I say it's a big thing because it's mandatory. They got to do this or else when Aaron Rodgers leaves, it's going to be a problem for them. I mean, I get you. Uh, shout out to the town of Green Bay. Shout out to Cheese. I don't know. Shout out to his content. But the thing is, like, to me, there's two organizations that act similar and and identical, if you will, Mm -hmm. in the Green Bay Packers and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So with Green Bay, Mm -hmm. there were Brett Favre lovers and lifers and fans and all of that stuff. So with the Aaron Rodgers being ushered in and Brett Favre feeling the way that he did – I'm not going to bring up his dark past because that's what the dark humor side of me wanted to do just now. (laughs) But I'm going to let that just chill. Let it marinate. Yeah, I'm not going to say any kind of spicy jokes. But when Brett Favre was going through what he was going through and legally medicated to take care of his his issues physically, (laughs) his physical pain. Uh um, You know, where was that uproar then when Aaron Rodgers first came in? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That will 
that will quote unquote be there when you know what I'm saying? Like, I think the town knows how the organization acts the same way that Mike Tomlin has had a job for so long or whatever like that. After a Pittsburgh season, if however it goes, there's some Pittsburgh fans out there that know like they're probably going to stick with him or whatever. Or like we know like like we can dictate what our organization is going to do. So, you know, the uproar to make a major change, I don't see that really occurring. I mean, again, now your points are valid about how the team is made up and the, the city owning the team and having shares in it. But I think that's more so with decision making. The stadium is the, and the, the, not necessarily personnel. Here's the thing, Skip. <laughs> Those two situations, although synonymous, are also very different. Um, even the other analogy that you brought in. And it, with, right. It was just to draw parallels. Absolutely. The, okay, okay. It wasn't to say, yo, side by side, but it was just to draw parallels. But continue. Mike, Mag Tomlin, even with the garbage that he has had in Pittsburgh, has not had a season less than 500. And when we go even further back to the Brett Favre thing, Brett Favre aided in what they did when they were him. Right. Because, oh, well, I think I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. And then they wait until right up on Right, right, right. Yeah, he was being a prima donna Mm -hmm. diva. He was being Brett Favre about it. And then even on top of that, Aaron Rodgers is not Jordan Love. They knew who he was coming out of Cal, and there was a lot of buzz. Even the fact that he dropped to them was like, yo, can we really resist this opportunity right now? And so that was one that that, that just what it was. Jordan Love, they moved up into the first round. And so everything, like you said, although there are synon- uh, are parallels or, or lines being drawn that allow them to be similar, um, it's, it's, it's different because they're, they're disrespecting him. People go and draw, that's the closest one to say, oh, well, it did it to Brett. There were so many things different with that that this they've disrespected Brett, uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rogers. Yeah. It's and not so, the same thing as Brett Favre, the Brett Favre not, situation. Not even close. You're saying Brett Favre is more so behind that steering wheel mm-hmm. and the Packers are behind this steering exactly. wheel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. With the level of respect that they've given him or disrespect even. Um, and, and Aaron Rodgers is in the back middle seat. And also the, known as the, never mind. <laughs> as we move forward, the last topic for. Do you know what the middle seat is called? Big, as we move forward for. <laughs> Do y'all know what the middle seat is called in the back? Y'all can hit him up on his personal yeah, email. email. Hey, DM, DM, comment, or email my DJ page. I need some traffic. If y'all know what the middle seat in the back is called, that's where Aaron Rodgers is riding right now yeah, in the yeah. Packers mobile. <laughs> <laughs> the last meanwhile topic. brett was like let me get them keys all right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> sorry brandon <laughs> this is what you <laughs> oh this is what you asked for as we move forward in the rest of this show y'all this guy here i can't deal with high star bro meanwhile the bucks all show up for mini camp <sighs> big deal Big thing, no thing. What's up? The Milwaukee Bucks showed up for minicamp. Yo, seriously? <laughs> the I thought they were still playing. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, big deal. Big Man. deal. That's a big deal. Big deal. Anything, Tom Brady. Listen, do you know the NFL Network celebrated Tom Brady Day the other day? What? And just played Tom Brady games the whole day? Bro, anything Tom Brady related is a big deal. Is what is the point I'm making though? And I would love to disagree with you, but unfortunately, That's I gotta a big deal. I gotta be real. Not only is it a big deal, but the caption for several one of the articles I read um, said that 
Tom Brady was wearing a sleeve on his knee after his first major operation in a decade, and it's also worth noting that he's an indestructible, indestructible cyborg that will outlive us all. <laughs> the hype that this dude gets. No, they're actually telling the truth. Like there's <laughs> there's aliens out there. So you think us. so you think TB12 is one of those him mm-hmm. rest in peace Kobe uh-huh. Kobe definitely was abducted at a young age and replaced yes um LeBron and LeBron definitely yeah there's no <laughs> way that you could be healthy for 25 years uh, so what they did they brought the real LeBron back and that's why we had the issues we did this last two seasons I don't know right I think I think he heard all of the talk and he's like I got to get injured a couple times this hey, season just so everybody is <laughs> Just to make it honest. Just to make it honest. I'm going to get a high ankle sprain. Link, link. Ooh, but I thought you said the other one was hurting. It is that one. It's oh, both. Yeah, it is. Right. You start limping into the locker room. Oh, oh no. It's the other ankle. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, so I think we do have some aliens living amongst us. One, which is Tom Brady, TV 12. I think it's in the eyebrows. Look how straight his eyebrows are. <sighs> similar to like Neanderthal. Never mind. So as we look at this, I hate the fact that uh, it is a big deal, but I got to acknowledge that it is. I respect this man. Like you said, he's different. He's just built a, a different way than most people. Um, the fact that they were able to, first of all, sign every starter from last year's squad back was a big deal. Uh, so you got 22 guys who won the Super Bowl convincingly now back bought on their in. squad. That's still bought in to exactly. another year. And then the fact that they're all now at the mini camps and they, they got the champs, they're figuring, hey, we finna run this back. And so uh, I doubt that they will run it back. And that's a conversation we'll have a little bit later when we preview the season throughout the summer. But I, I, I ugh, it's a big deal leader. because it promotes that culture that we talked about. Say. And that, the leader that Tom Brady mm-hmm. is. Similar to the conversation we had regarding all of um, Kobe's quote unquote offspring, like your Julius Randles of the world, Jordan Clarkson's of the world. Exactly. Um, Tom Brady is is going to be putting something. Pause, but he's going to be he's going to be putting something into his players right now, like whether they're veterans or whether they're younger guys, mm-hmm. especially the younger guys that they'll appreciate for years to come, way at long after Tom Brady's gone. In other words, does that absolutely. make sense? It absolutely does. It's it's about. <clears throat> Excuse me, but when you when you when you have the opportunity to play with um, elite level mm-hmm. athletes that are used to executing at an elite level, um, a la your your Peyton Manning's of the world, Tom Brady's, a lot of that stuff always. When you talk to other players that interact with them, mm-hmm. it always comes down to preparation and the things that are done outside of the four quarters, outside of the actual game play or the game exactly. time. And, you know, those are things that, that he's probably showing them right now in the offseason, the passion to have or the, yo, let's pick it up. Like, let's yeah, go from 50 percent to 85 percent now. Like, you know what I mean? Championship DNA absolutely makes a difference. And Tom Brady being the winningest Super Bowl quarterback in the history of the league. And as far as I'm concerned, he's the goat of quarterbacks in our league. Um, it, it, it just is what it is. And as such, similarly, it, that that DNA makes a difference. And we're seeing that going on right now in the NBA playoffs. So as we get ready to transition and move forward, uh, it is playoff time in the NBA. We're going to cover some scores for you. As always, my dog will start off with the East, and then I'll jump in on the West, and we'll go from there. Yep, absolutely. You know, the teams and everything is dwindling down, down to our last four teams in the East. I'm going to start off with the 76ers and the Hawks. The Hawks squeaked out or squeezed out uh, a win against the 76ers, 103-100, to tying up that series 2-2. to 
And then also we had the Milwaukee Bucks um, actually edging out the Brooklyn Nets to tie that series up 2-2, two to two, 107 to 96. Over on the West, we got the Phoenix Suns closing out the Denver Nuggets, 125-118. And the Clippers nodding it up two games apiece against the Utah Jazz, 118-104. to Bro, what are your thoughts, takeaways from these games? Uh, and, and we don't have to go east-west on this one. We can just jump either way. So just Right, only four teams. But, right. I mean, four, four, four series, if you will. But Phoenix, bruh. They they did with Denver. Um, now, granted, no Jamal Murray mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. toward the end of the series. I think something happened with Jokic, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he got thrown out of the last game. Right. He yeah. got ejected or whatever. Bad foul. Mm-hmm. Right. On Which, pain. Yeah. I saw the foul. It, like you said. Eh. And the thing <laughs> is, that I think that's one of the dangerous things with the playoffs. Yes, the refs are bought into a, okay, we're going to let the boys be boys and let them mm-hmm. play. But it's a fine line of... Okay, this man might get injured. Like last night when we were watching, or excuse me, when I was watching the Atlanta Hawks game, mm-hmm. Trey Young goes up, gets clobbered by Embiid after Embiid like went for a block or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Clobbered. The ball almost starts going in the other direction up the court, and the refs then call blew the whistle. Because they're so programmed and conditioned right now in the playoffs to let such tough and hard play go it's like the ref yesterday went like oh that was a foul oh like you know what i'm saying and called it retroactively or um you know after the fact right for me i'm on the other side of it though like and i don't know i guess uh, i just think it's dangerous not being consistent now i would 1000 percent agree with you on that because there is a high level of inconsistency but then there's so much that isn't really like like hard fouls that they're calling flagrant twos that so again, so the extremes, the polarizing nature of these of the of the the foul part of the game right now is mm-hmm. is that it's either we're not calling anything at all, or even like you said, with the most common foul, foul mm-hmm. right? Oh, because he swiped at the ball and he happened to hit him on the nose. Oh, that's a flagrant one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or he swiped at the ball, but he clocked him in the head. Oh, that's a flag. And it, you don't you don't throw out your league MVP in a possible closeout game with more than enough time for them to have come back. You don't throw out the league MVP off of that. That was just trash. All right, to but me, don't bro. talk to me like I threw it out. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right now you was pointing finger a little bit at me. So y'all missed that. out. Like I, I felt emphatically about that when they th- when when I saw it, I was like, okay, they'll call a flagrant, they'll call a tech, whatever, blah blah blah. Um, they'll shoot the free throws and they'll keep it pushing. Denver had. No offense. The Joker was literally everything they had. And so for them to, and, and, I, and I gotta be honest, part of me felt like Joker was just frustrated because he knew I got it's to over. put this whole team on my back, bro. Absolutely. And it, I don't know if I got enough. Absolutely. And so he was just like, because even the play before that, he was getting kind of rally. And like, even when Buddy, like when uh, Booker like booted up at him, he was like, Yo, get about my face, bro. Y'all gonna win, man. Just pretty just, much. Like, just go ahead. <laughs> there's a bunch of memes that was saying like Jokic's brother. I don't know what the thing is with Jokic brothers. Uh huh. But there's yeah. like memes going around that was saying like the, like how they were waiting for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> waiting for Booker. So they like showing like scenes out of like Breaking Bad or something like that. Like with like the hitmen and stuff. You know like what I'm saying? The brothers was coming. Yeah, like the brothers. <laughs> nah, but that's yeah. a great point. When 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 uh, Devin Booker did boot up, like. 
Devin Booker booted up like, yo, I got a bunch more basketball to play, and uh, I got a bunch more to prove. And Listen. Jokic was like, look, man, y'all got it, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, y'all got yo, it, Yo, what you want me to yeah, do, bro? Yeah, like... y'all ready to take this thing. Y'all got Chris Paul, the vet. Y'all got Campaign, the young firecracker. Mm-hmm. Y'all got you. And y'all got Aiden. Aiden. So it's like, y'all got it, dog. Yeah, go on do y'all yeah, thing, bro. It ain't, even, it ain't even that serious. I, come on, we've all done it. Right. What you want me to do, bro? Right. It it's happens. Frustration it's life. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And then, he, and then he did the good guy. And see, that's funny to me. You can tell good guys. He's like, yo, man, my bad, man. Yeah. He went see, over with know, the buddy and was like, hey, man, yeah, my bad. You know I didn't mean that, right? Right. You be all right. <laughs> but yeah, that game definitely stood out to me. The Bucks are low-key trying to make this a series, bro. Like, I knew that I mean, with the Infinity Stones popping over there in, in Brooklyn, that there was going to be that. Add but context. Right. So with... With with uh, the initial Harden injury. with Harden going out, right. I was like, okay, Kyrie and my dog can right. still get it. But then Kyrie went Bad out. Had high ankle sprain too. I've experienced one of like you, mm. you saw it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's that's the that's ones where you be like, okay, six like as a as a high school athlete, you're like, six okay, weeks. six to eight weeks or something like that. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I don't know what freezing chambers they're gonna put him in or whatever T-O. injections yeah, somebody call Terrell Owens up yes <laughs> yo T.O. played in that Super Bowl bro we only got a week T.O. like bro had a whole broke up. leg uh, listen Kyrie better get uh God bless the dead Kobe's German doctors <laughs> all of that you hear me yo so point blank yes no can Katie do it by himself no at all <laughs> nope um and it's not even about the Bucks he can he can get a W or two against the Bucks I believe um, but you don't see him beating the um, Sixers, Sixers or the Hawks, right? It's again, it's the energy and the momentum coming from that series, not necessarily those teams. Either of those teams right now, I mean, talent alone, Philly, of course, is because I didn't. Now that I see it, I don't. I would not have wanted my Knicks to face Philly. <laughs> <laughs> no smoke. <laughs> but the the just the sure the sheer will of a Trey Young and the Hawks and the boys got shooters. you cannot count them out. Oh, um, Bogdanovich is becoming one oh of my favorite. My Little gosh. Tommy from Power from Power is bro. becoming one of my favorite. And he be mugging out there, bro. Listen, he gave him the silence so hard he, he almost stuck his like finger in his man, nose, bro. bro. He looks like a hitman, Facts. bro. He like literally. I'm like, wait, I have never seen him in Joseph Sakura in the same room. <laughs> Are my eyes deceiving me? Dog Bogdanovich is even though he looks like, like a hitman, he is in like fact a hitman, bro. The mid range, the three, even that the ball elbow, handling, his elbow jumper, bro, is so crispy. Yeah, do say. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, dog. I'm 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 liking what I'm seeing out of Atlanta. And even the only reason and I'm sorry, but it was tough. It, this is how I know that I'm a fan of his because I hated him so much when he was cutting <laughs> up against us. But now it's like, yo, that dude is like that. Like, yeah, so I know that I'm a fan of his just because of how much I hated him when he was cutting it on y'all. He was he was Trey's little Robin. He was paying Robin for Trey for a little bit whenever it came to like hushing the crowd up. You know what I'm saying? Because right, 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 his right. big threes, he'll look back and uh-huh. You see it. Yeah. Where's 50 at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Auntie, uh, Auntie Spike, where you at? <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. Um, I felt the same way about your boy, Chris Paul. He is, I've got to give him respect. He's one of the greatest point guards we've ever seen in this league, man. Um, his his mid-range is, uh, this dude hit nine in a row the other night. It's just like, all right, man, y'all boy, go ahead and let them boys got it, man. So we're going to do this. one of the guys with even, he's one of the guys that are ringless. Mm-hmm. But have the work ethic of a multi ring champion. Absolutely, because he's been there before. The only thing that I think that's really stopped him is 
One, they didn't let him come to L.A. because he'd had multiple with Kobe. Vetoes. <laughs> and I saw somebody on Facebook say, hey, man, y'all got to let this go at some point. You're right. Not today. Right. <laughs> and God bless the dead. Um, God bless David Stern. Was he... He was the commissioner at that time? He was the commissioner was, and he was Adam well, acting. Adam Silver was just coming, I mean, getting no, groomed or not even yet. So Adam Silver was the deputy. He had, right. He had whatever executive right. position he had. Mm-hmm. But David Stern made that That was decision. all David Stern. And he thought for competitive balance within the league, it was in the best. Because if you notice, if you remember at that time, the um, New Orleans team was owned by the league because they yeah so he made that decision based as not as commissioner but he was working more so in capacity exactly. as New Orleans executive exactly so yeah no nah, it's trash I, I still think it's trash but yeah. um I, 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 <laughs> I still yeah. think it's trash when was this ten years ago now this was no more than that I want to say it was mm. two thousand seven it was pa- it was post Carl Malone Gary Payton yeah yeah which was the old seven so this might have been oh eight oh nine then so yeah. But, um, yeah, so shout out to Chris Paul and the Suns winning, sweeping the Nuggets, winning their series. Um, I am going, we're going to, let's go ahead and prognosticate. We're going to predict, we already got 25% right, the, the conference finals, and then we're going to predict the NBA finals, and we're going to give some champs. So, so we got, like you said, we already got one gimme, right? Yeah. The, the middle uh, thing on the bingo board. That's I already guarantee that the Phoenix Suns will be in the Western Conference Finals. I'm not finals. a gambling man, people, but... Listen, I've got a hunch. Book it. All right, you know what? <laughs> all caution out the window. The Phoenix Suns, all right? Listen to me. Hear uh-huh. me and hear me now. Hear to hear first, folks. They are going to compete and participate in the Western Conference Finals in 2021. There's no doubt about it in my mind right now. <laughs> all right, so let's take that same level of enthusiasm and certainty and predict with a 2-2 tied series. The Utah Jazz. And I love the fact that all of these other ones are 2-2 right now. Everything. Listen, all across the board. This has been one of the better playoffs in several years, bro. In several years. Despite both of our teams. and everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Doing their thing. It is what it is. We lost. We home. <laughs> See you next year. You didn't have to remind me. Go ahead. <laughs> Utah Jazz and the Clippers. Who you got? <clears throat> I'm going to do kind of a rapid fire, quick fire thing. Okay. All right? Here we go. Clippers. I mean, yeah, Clippers. Clippers. All right. 76ers and the Atlanta Hawks. Sixers. Mm. I just, I'm not going to explain nothing right now. Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. Brooklyn. Mm. So in the Eastern Conference Finals, you have the Brooklyn Nets facing off against the Philadelphia 76ers. Who goes to the finals? The Sixers. Mm. And in the sun with the Suns versus the Clippers, the Suns. So you've got the Sun versus the Sixers in the you. So you basically got the Charles Barkley Bowl going on for the NFL. Excuse me, the NBA uh, championship Terrible. and the champions of the National Basketball Association Association for the 2021 season will be and new champion and mvp chris paul and the phoenix suns that's the throat that now you know what i'm gonna go ahead and give you this bro because you earned that one right here that is ultimately the correct answer even if you got there however I by got doing there. it wrong <laughs> however you know what I mean? I got there. the sun are playing some good ball but i'm gonna tell you what i want to see and what i think i see i want to see a hawks and suns uh final mm. i think that would be some very real, entertaining oh without doubt but I think it's going to end up probably being, I think the Nets 
are going to pull this one out, and the Bucks are going to retool completely next year. I also think the Hawks are going to pull it out over the Sixers because I'm not convinced with Embiid. I watched him play the other night, and at one point, I think he missed like six or seven shots. Throws or shots? Okay. Yeah, shots. Close at the bucket, too. At the bucket. Yeah. Uh, the energy wasn't there. Things, <clears> the plays that you normally see him, even as a, an, an athletic big, really make with no effort. He's really not 100%. And watching what happened to my Lakers, I think injuries matter. And so I don't well, see them. To that point, that injuries matter, let's, let's just unpack what you said prior to that. Uh, Sixer series, the Bucks series. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that KD will be able to hold down the yeah. I the think he'll, he'll be enough to hold games. him down. Yeah, <clears throat> and whatever uh, supporting cast that they have along with. Because mm-hmm. even uh, uh, Blake Griffin, right? He looks the, he looks like LA Blake Griffin right now. He's been dunking. His level of defense has been. Amazing. I watched a, a clip of him um, that I watched the game and didn't even pay attention to it. But him locking down Giannis. First mm-hmm. of all, Giannis has no bag. Like, this dude has no offensive game at all. None. Correct. Dribble, dribble, drive. Right. Dribble, dribble. Like, even when him starting to shoot a three point a little bit, they, he's still not going to garner any respect. Like, they'll let him let him out there like they've been doing jaw in the earlier rounds. It's like, nah, you got it. If you, oh, you got one, shoot it again. Right. Oh, you got two? Shoot it again, and so I don't really, I don't, I'm not, I'm not at all. Even though um, Vin, Vincenza and all, uh, DiVincenzo, Chris, Man, Chris, Middleton. Chris, Chris Middleton, all them boys is balling, but ultimately you I don't need see the leader to be him. Like again, with us, it. look at us, mm-hmm. look at the Knicks. Rather, excuse me for, for everybody that doesn't know, but look, look at the Knicks. Julius Randle not rocking. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what everybody else exactly. is doing, period. It doesn't matter. Even when a boy step up or try to, now you're playing out of, right. out of your role. If, and AD, stuff, so. if AD or LBJ is not rocking one night, it doesn't matter what um, what Quintavious is doing. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. Like It don't matter. Exactly. So, yeah. But ultimately, I think you were right 1,000%. I do see this is his Phoenix, Phoenix year. I wanted them to lose, but, you know, it is what it is. And they, they felt... A type of way last year with the bubble situation. Oh, without doubt. And I think that chip. Kind of pushing them and propelling them. Chris Paul, if he stays healthy, he deserves this. Because, um, he, like I said, him not being healthy was the only reason that he's not been able to be successful in a lot of his previous stops. And he's been to a bunch. I mean, him in in Charlotte. Now, was he was Charlotte or was it always New Orleans, New Orleans. when he was there? I want to so, say. Oh, so him as a Hornet, him as a Clipper, now him as a son. Like, he's been a lot of places and been high performing. Uh, that actually wants to, it's a good transition to our next topic. Uh, we had a discussion a couple of weeks ago that you actually brought up, thinking about some of your favorite NBA journeymen. Um, and we've compiled our lists. Now, just for transparency to let you guys peek behind the curtains, we were going to do this last week, but, you know, we figured we'd wait a little while and get this together so we could give it to you right. Try to give y'all an opportunity to email us at any, you know, uh, try to give an opportunity <laughs> to the listeners to participate. In the show. Be And you said email. So what's the email address they ought to email us to, bro? The Carolina Sports please, Talk line. Yeah, please say Cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. So we are going to go ahead and give you those lists now. We'll have a little discussion on it. It is not too late if you want to participate. As I said, send it to Cliff at CarolinaSportsTalk.net. Be a part of the show, and we can get you in. So I'm going to let you go ahead and get started, bro. Give you a little background music, and give me your top five I'm not, NBA well, all right, listen, journeyman. I'm, listen, <clears throat> I've been I'm gonna, everywhere, man. I've 
Yeah. We're gonna let I know I'm gonna go, but we're gonna let this this music go by a little bit. So I guess the main person that I'm gonna bring up, though. Yeah, thank you. I'm I'm not gonna. I don't. Uh, let's just call it what it is, guys. I just did the epitome of what a journeyman <laughs> is in the NBA. I didn't necessarily do five, but my main man Jim Jackson. Oh, if there was a definition for NBA journeyman, James Jim Jackson's picture would be right there. Um, uh, so I'm going to, because he, he had like uh, 12 teams that he played for over 14 seasons. The Ohio native, bred and born in Ohio now, um... He played in the NBA from 1992 to 2006. And again, I don't... We're going to let Mick Cliff go through his list, but okay. the accolades and the teams that he's gone through is going to take up the time that a top five would take up, people, because he's played for 40% of the league. <laughs> All right? Literally 40% of the league. He's been um, <clears throat> around the league more than certain cheerleaders out there. Oh, wow. Um, hey, you gonna, guys. <laughs> not like that, bro. I'm talking about road trips, bro. Uh, yeah, allegedly. Conferences, <laughs> conference games, you got scheduling and your plane routes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cheerleaders don't get to get everywhere, bro. As we move forward. <laughs> so he's drafted by the Dallas Mavericks, played for the New Jersey Nets, for all that remember. Mm -hmm. Now, the late 90s and early 2000s is when it got choppy for my man. Like, every year we were somewhere else. So, he's Philadelphia 76ers, played for the Golden State Warriors, Portland Trailblazers, the Atlanta Hawks, Cleveland Cavaliers, the Miami Heat, the Sacramento Kings, the Houston Rockets, um, the Phoenix Suns, Los Angeles Lakers, mm. Bel Air Academy, the Monstars. <laughs> this guy was a little the bit tropicals. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, the tropics. This guy was a little bit everywhere. <clears throat> now, he did get his uh, his jersey number, the number 22, retired by the Ohio State Buckeyes. Okay. Um, in 1988 and 1989, he was a Mr. Basketball, two-time Ohio Mr. Basketball. So... Also, not to mention, he averaged about 25 points, I think, in like 1996 or something like that. So, you know, he had his peaks and in, in valleys or whatnot. But that's that's my ultimate journeyman. And I because I, <laughs> I, I've shown so much love and reverence, bro. I hate to add some sarcastic spice to it. But one of the most mediocre uh, <laughs> players when you think of NBA players as well, man. But shout out to Jim Jackson. OK, shout out. <laughs> so I am going to my list is a little bit more exhaustive, if you would. Um, <laughs> I went and I y'all know me, y'all know who I rock with at this point, and so um, most of my guys are people who I watched um, mm -hmm. and who have I enjoyed. Yep, that's real loud. Um, it's people who I've watched and who I've enjoyed through the years, and so I'm gonna just jump straight in here, not in any particular order. Mr. Robert Ory, teams he's played for, Houston Rockets, the Phoenix How Suns, easy. the Lakers, the San Antonio Spurs, Mr. Dennis Rodman. I'm sorry to cut you off. If there was a champion for journeyman, he would Robert be that, oh, Ory would be that he'd guy. He'd be that guy. Mr. Big Shot. What ring, like how many different Big teams Shot does he Bob. have rings with? Uh, of the five teams he's played with, he's got championships with three of mm. them. Mm. Yeah, he's mm. that guy. Yo, Multiples that's crazy. with two of them. <laughs> 
Bruh. Multiples with two Bruh, of the teams. That's ridiculous. <laughs> He's that guy, bro. Uh, also, next on the list, Mr. Dennis Rodman, Detroit Pistons, San Antonio Spurs, Chicago Bulls, L.A. Lakers, and the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, next up on my list, we he have. barely made that. Barely. Uh, the Chris, we got Chris Weber. He played for the Wizards, the Kings, the 76ers, the Pistons, and the Warriors. Next up, my guy who wants all the smoke, Mr. Matt Barnes. He's played for the Sixers, the Knicks, the Sun, the Suns, the Magic, the Lakers, the Clippers, because he just likes L.A. like that. The Grizzlies, Golden States, because, he, again, he loves California. He's, he lo- he's California. Literally all of the California teams. L.A., L.A., Sacramento, Sacramento Golden, Golden State. State. Yeah, he's just like, like, yo, I'm here. <laughs> and finally, the Sacramento Kings, as we mentioned. Now, my favorite NBA journeyman who played for the New York Knicks, the Orlando Magic, the Los Angeles Lakers, New Orleans Pelicans, the Houston Rockets, the Phoenix Suns, the Washington Wizards, the Portland Trailblazers, and the Miami Heat. And he is still out here balling at a high level, Mr. Trevor. Ariza. T.A. My guy. T.A. Mr. Punk Man himself. T.A. Mr. <laughs> I'ma take a push up on Giannis's chest. Yes. T.A. Yes. And that's and, a good one. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna throw out some honorable mentions. You tell me if they qualify. Okay. Or if they don't qualify. Boogie Cousins. Does yes. he qualify? Let's look at his teams real quick. LA. Sacramento. Well, okay. Are oh, you going in order? Go ahead. Trying Sacram- to, trying to, just to okay. as a point as an OCD thing for me, I guess, to Say get this. the teams right. Make sure. Sacramento. Uh-huh. New Orleans. New Orleans was after that. Okay. Uh-huh. Houston. Houston. Uh-huh. Okay. Then LA. LA. Uh-huh. And now. Uh, uh, before LA, Golden State. Indeed. Then LA. LA. And now. He's with 76ers. He is. He, he counts. Okay. He's and in then there. Dwight. Dwight. Oh, yeah. Dwight absolutely counts. I'm not going through all of his teams. <laughs> Dwight is just, yeah, he's a journeyman by nature. Right. He, Ever I, since Kobe punked him and was like, yo, you're not serious enough about this game, he became a journeyman. By, the entire what. league lost respect for that boy when <laughs> when Kobe was like, yo, nah, he's yeah, not it. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, he's not Kobe? Oh, okay. Okay, Kobe. <laughs> And ever since then, yo, he's and it, and it's like he further solidifies that by being goofy, jokey, very jokey. Yeah. Um, the other night, I forgot who just made a bucket. Uh, maybe Tobias. I forgot who made the or got like an N one, mm-hmm. and you he's know, over I mean, it's, real animated. because it's one thing to be a supportive. <laughs> You know, cheering teammate. If yeah, I'm a coach, let's go. if let's I'm a coach, go. I want to liven up my bench. You know, it's I want to get them. Yo, guys, let's go ahead and you know, let's support the guys. But what he does, real slapstick. <laughs> Are you saying he's the NBA's Marlon Wayans? He is. He is absolutely. You heard it here first, folks. He Foist. is <laughs> right. <laughs> you heard it first, Brandon. <laughs> I'm gonna keep name dropping you. <laughs> And the bad part is I'm not even going to take this out. <laughs> yes, he absolutely counts as a journeyman. <laughs> now, I also, when compiling my list, went you through. You to go to other sports. Extra I mean, credit. You know, would I really be Big Cliff of Carolina Sports Talk if I didn't have a sports perspective from other leagues? And so, as a result, my f- I only named one from the other two major leagues as well. From Major League Baseball, my favorite journeyman, having played for the Houston Astros, the Atlanta Braves, 
the Chicago White Sox, the San Francisco Giants, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Chicago Cubs, the New York Yankees, the Philadelphia Phillies. Albert Bell? <laughs> the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Cleveland Indians, and the Texas Rangers. What percentage of the league is that? Uh, that is about... Can't calculate the three more than that. that is forty seven percent of the league. This dude is played of the for, major league of the major league teams. Yes, and Kenny Lofton, y'all. Mm, shout out. So yeah. you know he's a multi multi millionaire several times over if it's all MLB contracts. Listen, because uh, I don't know if y'all knew it or not, but the NBA, the MLB, they gets money out there. Listen, like they you they, remember Brandon Marshall on? Or I don't know if you see that, that episode of I Am Athlete where they were going over. NBA guaranteed contracts and NFL guaranteed contracts, but no, yeah, go ahead with what you're it. Ain't the same. There's apples yeah. and oranges, bro. Right? MLB money, MLB money, and soccer money. Yeah, nah, ain't nobody trying to see that. Um, and so finally, my NFL journeyman has played for the St. Louis Rams, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Buffalo Bills, the Tennessee Titans, the Houston Texans, the New York Jets, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, know who this is. Miami Dolphins. And now if he makes a start this season, he will have completed his the ninth team, having started for 41 percent of the league. Sounds like Fitz Magic, baby. Fitz, Fitz Magic, baby. Mr. Ryan Fitzpatrick himself, the consummate journeyman in the NFL. And fan favorite. Listen, when he came out there in Deshaun Jackson's uh, get up with the chest hair and the glasses and the chains, I was like, yo, this dude's all right with me, bro. Right, right, right. (laughs) Now, Zach Galifianak is all right. Come on and play quarterback over here. Right, right, right. Um, and, but and, and Ron Rivera has said one of the mistakes that he made in his first season as football coach was coming out and automatically naming a starter. This year, he will absolutely have an open competition. And I honestly believe that Ryan has uh, the talent necessary to be the starter in yeah, Washington. Yeah. I um, mean, who else do they have? Heineke? Uh, they've got Heineke? Taylor Heineke and they've got uh, another one of the Panthers' former backups, none other than Mr. Kyle Allen. So. Um, similar to how a lot of other teams do when the Panthers lose either a coach or a GM or something. Now all here go all these other players going to the city along with them. That's how I feel about the Yankees and the Knicks. Big facts. You know what I mean? And so it's... It, it, maybe it's a thing of like like with the car thing. When you get a certain car and you see your car out everywhere, maybe it's a thing like, okay, we didn't appreciate this player. And okay, now the Knicks have Julius Randle. Oh, 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 oh okay. Oh, oh, Jordan, Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson is sixth man of the year. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I was a Lakers fan this whole time. I saw you guys. Like, <laughs> like I know y'all. We all yeah, sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but that's crazy, man. So yeah, we'll see uh, what Ryan Fitzmagic is able to do, but um, it's a strong chance, even with those other guys out there that he'll be making that start for his ninth and, and hopefully final team in the you never NFL. know. I mean, and yeah, yeah, it, it gets crazy. I've heard, um, like when we talk, because you say contract and it just has me thinking about the politics of the NFL and I've heard, you know, toward the end of seasons, shoot, uh, and it, I guess it, it'll be a good segue because this has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now, but it is mm-hmm. kind of sports related. But anywho, just wanted to tease some <laughs> things. But um, I've seen where like, all right, you Cliff, you two sacks, two and a half sacks away from a million dollar uh, mm-hmm. buffer or whatever like that and kicker. You know what I mean? 
And then all of a sudden, I'm coming to you as the coach, like, yo, the doctors are saying that that patella that you kind of mm-hmm. aggravated three years ago, mm-hmm. that it's, it's career-threatening, and you should go ahead and sit out these last two of the regular season before the playoffs start up, and we need you again. So right. if you could go ahead and uh, and chill out, and maybe we're going to we're gonna take you out maybe two, I was thinking two about series. thinking about your long-term. After, yeah, after two series, three series, we're going to go ahead and pull you. Like, you know what I'm saying? And the, the ugly politics. So it's like I think about a Kenny Lofton's journey and his journeyman Man. thing. And it's like maybe it might not all be glitter and gold, but he's definitely getting, you know, here's whatever food <laughs> fed to him and whatever champagne given to him, gold chains draped on him. Right. Meanwhile, you got NFL journeymen that's like hobbling around a, <laughs> a debilitated locker room, like an old nasty locker room that's leaking water everywhere mm-hmm. and he's got on the old 1970 football jersey with the big oversized shoulder pads <laughs> and the neck roll <laughs> on his 15 yeah you play quarterback <laughs> on his 15 slamming the helmet down in the not making a lick of money driving the pickup truck home and stuff you know what i'm saying yeah. it's just a difference of sports and entertainment like big facts man <laughs> a difference of market cap and <laughs> and all of that, right? I guess 82 games times the stadiums uh, or whatever, or 160 games as far mm-hmm. as the MLB versus the 10 to 12 games that the NFL have may right. kind of make a difference on them contracts or whatever and the money that we got to dole around. And and I think part of it is not just that, because if you look at it, the NFL make their money now. They don't I mean, give it to the players, but uh, so. they make the money. And as a result, that's kind of why I, I read something not uh, a couple of days ago that there's a lot of owners in the league that are hoping that Aaron Rodgers doesn't get traded because if it does, they just it opens the door. Him. They want him to they, they they want him to sign. They want the Packers. They're kind of putting some pressure on him to just pay him, him and no 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 pay him and keep him there because if they release him, he still gets what he wants to go out and go and do something else. The free market. So what's happening is it's starting to reflect and look too much like Major League Baseball or even more specifically the player empowerment. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but the player empowerment from the NBA. If Aaron Rodgers gets what he wants, now who's to say Patrick Mahomes won't do the same? Who's to say that Tom Brady won't decide next year, hey, now I want to go to Denver. Now I want to go to San Fran. I get that, but organizations, the different organization cultures, like 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 the Chiefs are in love with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like we know now, there was a time when who what could you do wrong named Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? They 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 weren't here two years ago. He was still frustrated that they weren't drafting offensive talent in the first round. I don't but know it why, wasn't all but of this. For some reason, this Aaron Rodgers thing seems racist. Even though he's white. <laughs> Even though he's white. I think he's cool with too many black people. <laughs> this he's too just, swaggy. It just seems racist to me, right? Like it seems like Aaron Rodgers is a victim of racism right now. Reverse racism of some sort. Yeah, like Oh my yeah, God. He's feeling how every brother. In the world feels at their regular job. Like, yo, you love me for the first six months. Nah, I don't get yo, nothing. Yo, what's up with the dirty looks from all of y'all? <laughs> Who's this guy y'all are bringing in? Hey, shout out to brother Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we we feel your pain, bro. At this time, it is mail time. Mail time. You've got mail. Copyright pending. I would love to be able to tell you about our first email up today, but we don't have any. Oh, no. Wait, don't go to mail time if we don't got mail. 
All we wanted was some mail from That's y'all. All. I mean, y'all texting us. I'm gonna exactly. y'all calling I'm going us. To start calling people out by name, bro. Bro, and but making listen, them famous. We're gonna give them this week only. This week only. They are texting and, and hollering at us and calling, and when we see them in person... Can I say some initials, maybe? Nope, then? nah, okay. we're not even going to do that. We're going to give them one saved. week. You got saved. We're going to give them one week, because next week, if they don't, you're getting called out. <laughs> but nah, and real you life... you know who you are. <laughs> but in real life, nah, hit us up to be a part of the show, Cliff, at carolinasportstalk.net. We got a low prize pack for you, so when you do email, not only are you on the show, but... It's more than a magnet, okay? Yeah, I mean, we got a little something for you, Yeah, so. I got a DM, thank you, that's coming your way. So make sure you guys hit us up. And yeah, like I said, we got you. So as we get ready to leave, we are going to close out with uh, our nothing to do with sports segment. Um, even though this one might be sports adjacent, but we're going to throw it over to my guy, High Star, um, and see what he got for Indeed, us. Indeed, we are throwing it over. to me. Uh, Yeah, I guess it's sports adjacent. All right, listen, <laughs> let's just talk about this. We were talking about a gaffe that Carrie Champion um, had when she was on ESPN, correct? Yes. <clears throat> she's looking down at her tablet or papers and stuff. There's clearly somebody in her ear. She looks up and she's like, what? Oh, hey, welcome back. Uh, we're <laughs> Right? And then that kind of spawned a conversation I had my mind thinking about the former ESPN employees, if you will, mm-hmm. at the Big E. Um, and how a lot of it's not always so favorable whenever they leave. And it does kind of seem like a uh, get out type of uh you know arena if you will a lot of, the people that are that are in they're like hey yeah you know i never uh, upset uh big abc or big disney i don't never do that mm-hmm. but the people that are out are like yo i'm glad that i'm finally out of there and stuff like that so anyways anywho it brought me to the next stage um of kind of independent this new era the gig era as they call it of independent um I guess, like, what would we call it? Ownership or independent uh, bag-seeking, okay. if you will. Right, right, like you right. You leave right. that structure of the real work world, and then, boom, it's like, nah, go and get it on your own. All right, sis? All right, bro, go and get it on your own. And um, we see it in the podcast world, of course. We see it in that space now because the podcasts are so independent and uh deregulated i guess right 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 you know even though some big wigs are trying to come in and and make their little marks on it but more or less let's take a stroll back Mm -hmm. your dan patrick's of the world he did uh the the unmentioned the un the unthought of he you know what i mean left this cushy position uh wherever it was i think maybe it was it wasn't nbc like the regular nbc um primetime like sports was it Mm-mm. It was literally ESPN that Dan was at. Yeah, Dan was with the ESPN. One of the early, mm-hmm. like staples of faces center guys. Yep, of ESPN, if you will. Um, you know, adjacent to Kenny Maines of the world, the Chris Bermans of the world. Dan Patrick was a name that was included in all of that, and then he left and went to a startup sports network mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, and I want to say that this was maybe at the turn of the decade of 2010, maybe. Mm. Around then, maybe ish. I think so. Around like t- 2008, 2009 ish, he went to a budding startup sports network, NBC Sports Network, and mm-hmm. collected the bag. Followed soon there by uh, one Skip Bayless, who was in the heyday and in the prime of his ESPN contract mm-hmm. and doing his thing with Stephen A. Smith on First Take and Cold Pizza. And then he leaves and he goes to 
upstart Fox Sports One yep. and gets the bag from them. And now we realize again how diversified that sports world is and how much opportunity is out there as far as getting bags other than from who these folks call Big Daddy, ESPN and <laughs> the four Big letter. Disney. Yeah, Big Disney, ABC, ESPN, conglomerate. If you had to pick two of your favorites who are not there anymore, which two would it be? I, I, bro, I'm going to be real. I was a Rob <laughs> Parker fan, bro. I was sad. Let's, <laughs> let's revisit this real quick, okay. uh, guys. RG3 comes into the league. Mm-hmm. Rob Parker and Steve, they're starting to let a whole uh, lot more black people, which is another co- conversation for another day. But they're starting to let a whole lot more black men on the show, like writers and stuff like that, on air, getting on air time. So a lot of like Rob and Stephen A would allude to the fact that it's it's barbershop talk, baby. Right. It's barbershop talk. It's just what we do. And so Rob Parker okay. <laughs> alludes to the fact that RG3 had the com- he he had our complexion, but However. he might have had the connections of the other complexion right. because of his lady and that he wasn't a real brother. Mm-hmm. Or he said that in the barbershop, he wouldn't be considered a real brother. Problematic as that does seem, they got Rob about it. Gone. <laughs> Queen's <laughs> finest. This is one of our Queen's representatives. Where's so he now? Rob is one of my big dogs, man. Is he, is he with he, somebody um, Skip, Skip got him some, some airtime with Fox Sports 1 and stuff like okay. that. I believe that he has a position with Fox Sports 1. Okay. And who's your next one? That's just not at ESPN anymore? Yeah. Just former. I, I'm a sucker for Jamel Hill. I love her eyes. Okay. Over the years, see me, I love women that love sports, so I'm always give them the benefit of the doubt that they love sports first, and I'm like, oh, she's bad. Oh, she's bad. And she likes sports. And Jamel is pretty, and, and she's a beautiful woman, but her Twitter takes have taken from her beauty over the years for me. Really? Okay. <laughs> I'm not touching that. I'm being honest. (laughs) (laughs) For me, um, one is recent. uh, Dan Lebatard, man. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, okay. I like Dan, man. Like he's a polarizing, polarizing, highly polarizing. He was just edgy enough to piss them off and make them upset, (laughs) but still be, you know what I mean. And then he was just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm out." Boom. Um, So that one was was the whole spin. So. Help me out though. At the end of his part, at uh-huh. the end of his career, was that Spanish thing a real thing? Whatever they were saying, like, hey, um, it was that like he's not Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, is that a real thing? It appears to be so. Because even look like at the name, I mean, is Dan Lebertard really a, the like, most Spanish name? Even the fact that the of uh, uh, Poppy, and he was like, and I just gotta let you guys know, he's he's a hired actor. <laughs> I was like. Wait, what? Yes, my whole <laughs> life is a lie. Right. And they just ran with it. And like, but his podcast is dope. I mean, they be wild. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Throw your hands in the air. Oh, yeah. You don't care. <laughs> and another one I did like, um, Michael Kim. Michael mm, Kim was 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 was, yeah. was 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 good. I, I don't really like seeing, but you know, uh, yeah, man, they got to be careful now. ESPN, if y'all are listening, we here, you know what I'm saying? So we 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 gonna, hey, yo, you know what I'm saying? We got you. Even ESPN Radio, I mean, ESPN <laughs> Podcast. We hey, we let at <laughs> us. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week's episode, y'all. I don't know if y'all has had as much fun as we did this week, but I had a blast. Hi, Star. Anything you want to tell the people on the way out, man? Um, bad and bougie. My chicks are bad and bougie, <laughs> bad and bougie, <laughs> cooking up with the Uzi. 
That is going to do us for another episode, Lord, y'all pray for me, of Carolina Sports Talk. It's your man, Big Cliff. As always, make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff, at Carolina Sports Talk, so that we don't have to talk trash about you. Or you can hit us up on the IG. Well, that's us, and that's another episode. Folks, holler at us next week, man. Peace.